0: Hey, welcome back, back, back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Juice and Toya podcast brought to you by one Body LA. I'm your co-host Juice.
1: And my name is Toya. Welcome back to another episode, episode 16. Wow.
0: If you've been listening to us, we appreciate you for uh hanging out with us for 16 yeah. total episodes. Woo-hoo. So we appreciate you. We've been you.
1: more consistent. We have a lot of plans for the podcast coming up. So we yeah. appreciate your support <laughs> and um following along with us on this new adventure oh, that yeah. we're embarking on. Oh,
0: yeah, so we got so much to talk about today. Uh, as you've seen from the title, we're talking about knees today. I struggle with a lot of knee issues over the course of my Same. career, so we figured this would be a great topic to talk about. Uh, it's one of the most, <clears throat> excuse me, it's one of the most commonly um, asked questions as far as like limitations when it comes yeah. to our YouTube channel, our clients, and stuff. So uh, we figured this would be a great episode to give you some insight on how to take care of your knees, honestly, and how to fix them in a way. Um, if you struggle with knee pain or um, instabilities and stuff like that, so absolutely. Before we get into that, Toya, first you got things it? first. Hey,
1: housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, housekeeping. So first of all, we um, we wrapped up our First Start Challenge. Shout
0: out, hold on, shout out! Let's give it a round Yay! of applause to everybody, to everyone
1: that, that completed the Fresh Start Challenge. Yeah, um, we wrapped it up last week, and then. Um, added a bonus week, which oh, we had man. so many people continue on. We added this bonus week for so many reasons, but <clears throat> the, one of the biggest reasons was because of the community that the First Start yeah. Challenge created. And um, I think some people just, we probably had the highest success rate in terms of people Finishing, finishing yeah excuse me, <laughs> finishing the program. And I think part of that was the community. We changed things this time in terms of um, the Facebook group and the app community group. Mm-hmm. And I think it allowed people to um, find motivation within each other. So we added that bonus week to kind of keep the trajectory going. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people crushed it, finished it. For like, sure. The results were amazing. <laughs> we're gonna post some of the results soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that the first Start challenge was one of our most successful challenges in terms of um, people finishing completely. For sure.
0: And I think the community is like a, a big point you mentioned. The community helped people feel like they were not alone. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people, and especially if you bought the one-time program and you yeah. finished it, congratulations to you as well. <clears throat> especially not doing... Sorry if our throats, we're we're struggling with allergies. So if, it's you, so hear, <laughs> if you hear you us like, you know, call, you know, doing that stuff, we, we apologize uh, for that in advance. But back on point um, with the challenge, I think the sense of community helped a lot of people. But shout out to the people who did the one time purchase. You had no really, you know, that external yeah. motivation and you got through it. So shout out to you. But also, um, you know, we decided to do the bonus week because literally I think it was like week two or week three people were having so much fun with the program. They were worried about what to do after, like two weeks into the program. And we were like talking about it. Yeah, yeah, it's only four weeks and it went by so fast. And me and Tori was like, you know what, let's just, you know, we spent a whole week shooting and filming some workouts and creating an extra week of programming just so um, you can just have that buffer week uh, just to kind of help you uh, understand what, uh, give you opportunity to uh, fill out what you want to do next or create a plan for yourself. I think a lot of people were so focused on that week four, we knew that most people wouldn't have a plan moving forward. So yeah. for a lot of people, we wanted them to use this bonus week as obviously another week to continue on, but also use that week to really figure out, all right, what trajectory do I want to go on at the Absolutely. to the, for the rest of the year? So um, that was that was huge. And uh, we're, we're excited about everybody who's doing the bonus week. So go check that out. If you do, if you did make the one time purchase, unfortunately, that is only packaged into a four week program. Mm-hmm. So you will have to. Go on the Juicing Toy app to access that. But the good news is you can get seven days free. So if you want to just do the bonus week and cancel, look, we don't mind. I'd do the same do thing, both. too, if you don't want to commit to <laughs> If you to don't it. want a subscription. All right. If you don't want a subscription, you can just do that bonus week and you'll be good to go. So yep. what do we have next? It's a big one That right here. leads us oh, into
1: um, that buffer week kind of also gave us a chance to <laughs> put our next thing together, which is we are going to put Level Up 2.0 into a challenge. Oh, my God. So if you've been following us for a while, you might have already completed Level Up 2.0. It was an eight-week um, strength and conditioning program that mm-hmm. we did last year. But at that time, we didn't do it in a challenge. We dropped the program And, you know, mostly people completed it on their own and somewhat in a community fashion. But um, we didn't do a challenge out of it. So now we are going to do a challenge out of it. And one of the reasons we did this was because Hmm. Level Up 2.0 is a circuit training program. It's not follow along. There are follow alongs mixed in, but it is primarily circuit training. Mm -hmm. And the amount of circuit training challenge competitors we had (laughs) on the fresh start was It blew us away, honestly. We thought majority of people would want to do the follow along only. And the amount of people that chose to do the circuit style was like, we loved it. So (laughs) we were like, let's try to put the level up 2.0 in a challenge because so many people now are new to circuit style. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's what we're going to do. It is available for a one-time purchase or you can access it on the app. So if you're someone who completed the first start challenge on the app, you don't need to do anything extra. The Level Up 2.0 is already on the app Are for you. There? Um, If you purchase the Fresh Start <laughs> as a one-time purchase and you want to purchase Level Up 2.0, you're welcome to do that as well. So uh, we'll be posting more details about that, but we're going to start that on Monday the 19th.
0: Yes, I was looking for that. I yes. was looking at the calendar. Yeah. So
1: Monday the 19th, we're going to start that. Um, So we'll be posting more details. Um, But yeah, so you might already even have the Level Up 2.0. You yeah. might have already completed it, but now... We're going to do it in a challenge. And so we'll be doing it more community style, giving out some prizes and doing along with you all.
0: And I don't know if you mentioned this, this is an eight week program. And another reason we did this is because this is the time of year where we've already seen it at the gym. We've been going to the gym and it's kind of starting to get a little empty in there. People are falling off. That hype is starting to die down. So we really want to keep that motivation high, keep that. Um, you know, we want you to keep you motivated toward reaching those goals and mm-hmm. not falling off mid-February, early March, right? We want to push you through those months because, honestly, if you've been following us for a while, we have a cycle of how we put out programs. We do the New Year program, get you going, then that's that dead period. Then we come back with the Summer Ready Challenge. We want you already summer ready yeah. in April, right? We don't want you cramming to get your body right, right? We want you focused on your body and staying consistent and utilizing that time to really build a routine. We talked about routine, routine, routine. The more you have that routine, the more you're comfortable with it. um, Those results are going to happen naturally. It's not something that you have to just hyper focus on all the time. Mm -hmm. So this will kind of carry you through that dead period. And then, you know, if we do decide to do another challenge at some point, um, I mean, you'll be ready to go. You'll be ready to crush it. So uh, level Up 2.0 challenge coming to you soon, February 19th. You heard it here first, probably. So, yeah. all right. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. I mean, go get your merch. We always say that. Of course. Got some new merch coming. I don't want to reiterate that every single time, but new merch coming. Appreciate everybody who has gotten some new merch with us. And uh, with that being said, let's talk about some needs today. Let's get into it. Um, so, the reason we brought this topic up today is because, number one, I have struggled with knee pain. Um, It's probably the most common joint pain uh, or common injury Mm -hmm. that we have um, just kind of seen over the course of time, whether it's with our clients or whether it's through the YouTube comments on our app community. A lot of people struggle with knee pain, knee weaknesses, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. So today we want to address a lot of different things, mostly how to either avoid knee pain or how to even fix it. Um, with some simple practices that you can just do at home. These are things that some of these things that you don't even, you don't have to pay any money. You don't have to, yeah. you know, uh, you know empty your pocketbooks just to fix your knees. A lot of these are simple, simple practices that you can make um, that can just at, at the very least alleviate some of the pain that you're having because knee pain comes from so many different yes. places and we get comments all the time. How do I fix this with my knees? My knee hurts with this. And it's so hard to answer that. And usually we tell people, you know, might have to do some sort of consultation yeah. or we even recommend them uh, to a PT, PT yeah. just because we don't have the expertise in a sense of understanding where that knee pain is coming from. Yep. Sometimes I can ask a few questions and find uh, and pinpoint where it's coming from, just from um, just things that you're dealing with. But in most cases, it comes from so many different areas. Yep. It can come from a, uh, an old injury. It can come from tightness. And we'll get into right. what <laughs> that knee pain is coming from. So today, um, we want to address a few things. One, obviously, how to alleviate that knee pain. But two, reasons you should avoid not avoid exercises that involve the knee. Because that's a big yep. common thing, too. People uh, ask us questions like, what can I do in place of this? What can I do in place of that? And a lot of times it's the most functional movements that are knee dominant, which yeah. is a squat, which is a lunge, right? So we don't want you to avoid these movements. We want you to fix the knee.
1: Yeah, because those right? are everyday movements, walking upstairs, yeah. sitting to a toilet. Like yeah. those are, that's squatting. You're bending the knee. So you're not going to avoid those things yeah. the rest of your life, right? No. And we also want to preface this by saying, too, like these are just like scratching the surface of things you can do there are a million <clears throat> oh, other yeah. things you might try all these things and nothing works for you but something else does sure. right and we might talk about some things that could be causing it but it might not be what's causing your thing sure. right so <clears throat> these are just things that maybe we have we've both had knee surgeries we've Mm -hmm. both done some type (laughs) of athletic sport that involves an injury to our knees um and just we've gone through rehab pt surgery we've seen it all fixing things so just things that personally might have worked for us but again that does not mean it's going to work for you and it you might have something completely different than what we list here so always keep that in mind too and we say the same thing on our app when people Like he said, we get questions all the time. We can't diagnose. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physical therapist. I'm not a a chiropractor. Like, I can't, like, even if you tell me some things and maybe I've seen it before, I can't diagnose that's what it is. I might be able to give you some (laughs) tools, but I, when I have knee pain, I have to go see someone, you know? So, um, again, keep that in mind that, that just a little disclaimer, we are not physical therapists, doctors. doctors. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. But we're just teaching you from experience. Again, we've had our pains, um, and things that have worked for us over time. And a lot of the things that we're mentioning today are um things that, again, are easy practices that when I was having knee pain, I did these things, made them a part of my routine. And now mm-hmm. I sometimes it gets to a point where I'll feel knee pain and I know exactly what it's from. Yep. Right. So yep. um we're just here to just give you some awareness of where your knee pain can be coming from and hopefully Uh, For some of you listening to this podcast, uh, this will help you in a way. Hopefully you learn some of these tips and you're like, wow, that completely helped my knee pain. And sometimes it's just so simple, I think. And you'll learn, you know, some of these might sound cliche or simple, but it is the simple. Really simple. simple. It's usually the simple thing sometimes that we're not doing uh, that can really help our knee pain. So um, just to get into it, before we get into it, another thing I want to talk about is age. Because I think a lot of people associate um, especially with certain movements, like I 100%. can't. One hundred percent. has a pet peeve with this. Um, some people associate not doing certain movements with their age. So another common comment that we get a lot, especially on our YouTube, is, "Do you have any exercises for lunges? I'm over fifty, and I don't. I shouldn't be doing these lunges, or mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing squats. They're because bad. I'm fifty, or yeah, because I'm fifty, mm-hmm. or they're bad for my knees. And that's the Relationship that we want you to break, mm-hmm. right? It's squats are not bad for your knees. From something associate, completely associated yeah. with that, but that's not the source of your pain, right? So, um, we want to get out of the age talk too, because even with our more high intensity or higher impact workouts, we have people sixty plus doing those workouts, yep. right? So, or
1: the can you make workouts for people no. fifty plus or sixty plus? And yeah. I think what. I, I sometimes I'm like, what does that mean truly? Yeah. Because like when you say like can you make a workout for people sixty plus, is it because you're saying, Oh, this workout has squats and sixty plus isn't supposed to squat? Like mm-hmm. truly what what does that mean? Because like <laughs> we said, we have people from all ages who um are doing like things you think would be bad box jumps. Yeah. Like swings, kettlebell swings, lunges, foot squats. squats, like And it's plyo pushups, like all of these things. So clearly the age is not the limiting factor. So I think just getting out of that mindset. Now, with that being said, if you've had a significant injury at an older age Mm -hmm. and it took you a long time to recover, you might have a fear of doing certain things um, just because it may take you longer to recover and harder to recover and things like that. But That's a whole different thing. And even in that instance, there shouldn't be a workout for the age. It should be a workout for your limitations Mm -hmm. or a workout um, that might... You just might need to modify some of the things, So, um, which is totally fine. So I think sometimes that question, I just... I'm like, what does that mean, like, 60 plus? Because everyone that's 60 is not the same. Yeah. The same way that everyone that's 20 is not the same. Yeah. So you could be 20 years old and have more limitations than a 70-year-old for, sure. for whatever reason, yeah. right? So, yeah.
0: All right. So with that being said, let's go into, we're going to give you some tips. I uh, say we have about 8 to 10 tips that we yeah. want to give you to um, sort of just attack your knee pain head on, something you might be overlooking, something you know somebody might have told you along the lines that, You know, we might be reconfirming what uh, you can do to help fix that. So um, first and foremost, this is a huge one. Um, This is something people overlook every single day. Even me, myself. Myself. I just raised my hand. We admit that we um you know sort of underestimate how much this can sort of alleviate the knee pain whether it doesn't matter what we're doing whether we're running lifting working mm-hmm. out or just getting out of bed some days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like yeah. sometimes i'll just wake up with knee pain and be like yo bro like come on i know that, i know i'm 30 plus but jesus um but stretching and mobility work yeah is huge 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 so if you're someone right now who struggles with knee pain just ask yourself are you stretching enough are you working on your mobility? Are you working on your mobility? Are you working on your hip mobility, mm-hmm. right? All of those things. Think of uh, let's think of the knee joint, right? A lot of people think like it's ca- some whatever's causing the pain is it's because of the actual joint. Yeah. But you got to realize think of all the different attachments to your knee joint, right? You have your quads that are attached to your knee, your hamstrings that are attached to your knee, your calves that are attached to your knee, right? And they're also influenced by your hips. If you have tightnesses in in, in your <laughs> hips, right? It's a huge chain. I want you to think of the body as a chain, right? I've seen instances with a few, I've, I had a client once who, he had chronic calf pain. Like he always had pain in his, I mean, excuse me, he had chronic knee pain. Mm. And I we did a lot of hip tests. His mo- hip mobility was great. I was like, well, it's not coming from your hips. Your hips are great. Um, his hamstring flexibility was great even his quad flexibility was straight but his calves when we did the um what's the uh, test where you push your knee toward the wall just the ankle mobility yeah we did an ankle mobility test and he could barely push his knee Mm. forward to the wall and i was like wow your calves are extremely tight and we loosened his calves probably over a two to three week period and he he didn't even mention his knee pain one day i asked him i was like yo hey you still having some knee pain he's like, "Yo." Totally forgot about it, Yeah. right? So the knee can be influenced by so much, but in a lot of cases, many people overlook the power of how much stretching on a daily basis can really help alleviate the tension that that the muscles are pulling those joints. If you have a tight hamstring, right? If you have tight calves and tight hamstrings and tight quads, those muscles are constantly pulling on that knee joint, which of course, if you have tension... There's going to be some knee pain in there, yep. so don't under don't undermine you know the power of just consistently stretching every day. And so, and, and that's the thing too. I don't want people to think like, you know, it, it's hard to stretch every day. I right. It. Yeah. It's hard to um make that consistent, but at the very least, I want you to focus on the areas where you need it. Yep. More than anything, right? If you know, add it into a warm up. Correct. Added, like correct.
1: your mobility work. Correct. Like, it doesn't have to be, I think sometimes people think it needs to like a 20 minute (laughs) thing. Like don't underestimate like the power of like a quick 10 minute stretch session, um, which before bed, do some mobility, like choose, like you said, focus an area. Like I'm going to work. I'm going to do like a five to 10 minute hip mobility tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on my thoracic mobility, like choose an area and focus on that in that time and do something every day. And it adds up. Yeah, for sure.
0: And, And the one thing I also want to, um, Reiterate too is just the, imp- the importance of warming up. Mm-hmm. So with our workouts, yes, we try our best to include warm ups in a lot of our workouts, but that might not be enough for you, or that might not be the exact warm up you that you need. Mm-hmm. Within my own personal warm up, I warm up, you know, pretty much obviously every muscle in my body, especially if I'm doing a full body workout. But I have three exercises within my warm up that are solely focused on my hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I know my hamstrings can get very tight at times. And I have exercises that I like to throw into my warm up to ensure that if I have any pain, it's not going to be caused by this yeah. because I spent so much time on that. So,
1: And think of your warm up as movement prep. You're yeah. literally prepping your yes. body for whatever yes. you're doing. So it's important. if it's a full lower body workout, like the warm up we do on the channel is probably... That full body warm up we do is probably not going to be what you want to do for for a full heavy lower body day. Especially if you're doing some explosiveness in there. You want to like fire those fast twitch muscles. You want to make sure your hips are opened up. Like you, it's not just like a quick two minute thing sometimes, you know?
0: So think of the, and I'm glad you said that, think of the warm up as part of your workout. Yeah. I think a lot of people just, you know, how many of you, you can raise your hand out there, how many of you just, skip the warm-up and just go to the workout because you want to get just Or just walk. Yeah. Like you just might just
1: like do a quick little treadmill walk sure. and then you jump into the workout. Yeah. Right? Like
0: that can be an easy cause of that knee pain there mm-hmm. because you aren't um, prepping those muscles for movement. Right. So um, we always tell people, yes, we include our warm-ups um, in our videos, but we want you to um, create a warm-up routine that works specifically for you and your body and what you need. We don't know what you need. So we try to include full body movements that kind of help warm up everything but mm-hmm. you know if there's something that you need to put spend a little bit of time like I warm up for almost 15 minutes before yeah. every workout. Yeah, and, pause the
1: video and yeah. do your own movement prep. And I yeah. get it
0: we all don't have 15 minutes right. to warm up but again make the warm up part of your workout. Yeah. Sometimes I do a warm up set of squats or I do all of the movements that I'm doing for a workout without any weight just to kind of prep my body to say, say, all right, all right, we're doing squats today. Let me just get into the rhythm or get into the uh, movement pattern mm-hmm. of what I'm going to add a resistance to, if that makes sense. So yep. again, number one, the first thing you must focus on, if, if you haven't done this, this is probably, this probably will help 50% right. of the people listening to this just because stretching uh, will will just help um, re- alleviate any tension uh, within those muscles that could be pulling on those joints. And that goes for anything too, not just the knees, the hips, the shoulders, yeah. right? The wrist. Um, sometimes people have wrist pain. You can have tight forearms. This is something that a lot of people often overlook within the forearms. What did you
1: tell me today? Literally. I was doing push ups <laughs> and every time I bent my wrist, yeah. my hand went numb. Yeah. And the first thing he said was, Are your forearms tight? Yeah. Like, first he thing. didn't say, like, Oh, you have an injury or Oh my goodness. Oh, your like, wrist what? must be messed yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. It was like, Are your forearms tight? And yeah. I was like, Probably. Yeah. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Because how often so.
0: do you do mobility or stretch work for your forearm or for your wrist? Right? I
1: do them when we film. Yeah. <laughs> like. So sometimes
0: you might go into a push-up and be like, ah yeah. right? You hurt your wrist because your body wasn't even prepped for that. It wasn't nope. prepped for that that flexion I did in your wrist. You know what a mean? lot
1: of warm-up for my upper body worked on my thoracic mid back and my shoulders and my lats and yeah. did not do anything for my wrist. Yeah. So, so um yeah, that definitely is yeah. important and that kind of leads me i'm going to jump into yeah, this cool. one different forms of recovery mm. or or stretching and mobility so yeah. foam rolling mm. using massage guns getting a massage using um slow a ball uh, i
0: mean the ball. You can, you, you, yeah the... you can use it you can use a tennis, <laughs> a tennis ball lacrosse ball, 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 ball. Yeah, ball yeah like
1: getting into deep like really really deep my release or even just like like more than just like Holding hamstring stretch, sure. right? Um, so those different forms of like recovery for your muscles can yeah. be a huge help too. Because you might say like, oh, like I'm stretching mm-hmm. and I'm I'm stretching every day. I'm doing mobility every day, and it's still not working. Mm-hmm. You might have so much built up like tension and yeah. knots and things that just need to break up and, yeah. and loosen to where that stretching becomes a lot more beneficial as well.
0: Yeah. And we can go a little bit into myofascial release, which some people listening to this might not even know what foam rolling is, or you might see people doing it and you've never done it before. Um, but foam rolling is an easy way. It's very inexpensive too as well. If you need a foam roller, get one off Amazon. Uh, I would probably start with the softer one if you've never foam rolled before. Yeah. Um, we have a foam roll, uh, video on our channel, uh, just to kind of guide you and help you, um, with foam rolling. It's a great way to, um, just sort of release a lot of tension. So, um, what happens is I, if you don't know the, the, the anatomy anatomy of muscles, muscle fibers, and if you're watching this, you can probably see this, but muscle fibers are kind of like, uh, just kind of connected linear fibers together. And sometimes when you work out a lot, and you're pushing yourself that fascia is forced to it knots up or it gets really connected together and you need something to kind of break it up which is why a lot of people foam roll before they stretch because it helps break up some of that fascia before you want to kind of open the muscles up lengthen them um and, and get that blood flow blood flow within the muscles yes, as well so yes. um it's very important again myofascial release you can do it in a lot of different ways you can obviously foam roll is the most simple uh, way to do it. They call it the poor man's massage. <laughs> hey, um, sometimes, hey, like that spiky. Listen, one, listen, let me. That has
1: helped alleviate migraines oh my for me. I just like, I'll show you one day, but <laughs> it, like, the foam roller can do wonders like, i'll show you one day <laughs> like was, i'm serious i'm serious i don't i, I said i'll show you because i don't even know if i was supposed to be doing that but it worked i just put it at the base of my neck and like and it, relieved. it relieved my migraine yeah. so, so um, neck tension I neck mean, tension yeah it's easy
0: so there are a lot of different foam rollers they have some that are smooth some that are soft some that are spiky for more advanced people who yeah. look i've been foam rolling for 15 20 years i feel like so that spiky foam roller is. i've worked my way up to that but you, work um, your way. <laughs>
1: you,
0: you definitely gotta work your way up to it it's, it is very painful but once you do it more often it's one of those things it's good pain yes like it, it, it kind of feels it hurts but it feels good because you know things are breaking up but
1: i also i had a client once that refused to foam roll because she was like it hurts too much it mm-hmm. hurts and i'm like that's the issue that's yeah <laughs> like, but and there might you might need to do some other things first if it hurts so bad you can't foam roll like you got to find some ways to break it up and like maybe that's where like the massage gun might be good to like start softly or getting a massage where they can apply like soft pressure and get it built up but then don't let it get that bad again yeah. you know like if it hurts no, I'm gonna lie. It's painful, it's if, going you, to be painful if, if you if you're really done. locked up. Like my quads, that spiky one on my quads is torture. But that's when I'm like, oh man, I hey, it's my so, fault. I've been, <laughs> especially I been doing when it. you're sore. Oh my goodness! There've
0: been some days. Was I already know tomorrow? I had a or tomorrow today. Mm-hmm. I had a crazy leg day yesterday, yeah. and I I went straight for the quads today, and I knew what yeah. to expect. Now, ooh, man, it was I've tough.
1: literally had a tear come out. I'm yeah. not exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: but, we can I I can only describe it to you if you do it you understand but the the feeling after you oh, do man. it it hurts but you feel a lot yeah. just more free you you just have a lot more freedom within how you move uh, even just after foam run. that's not even including the warm up and doing some dynamic stretching right so um, that is just an easy way you know yeah. they have some foam rollers literally on Amazon you get for ten bucks start with that and once you get accustomed my favorite thing honestly to do with a foam roller is to crack my back.
1: Or I like doing um like T spine mobility and like opening like with all any type of T spine yeah
0: uh, if you have back pain if you have just a lot of tightness like she said she alleviated a lot of neck tension literally that was causing migraines just from doing foam rolling so that see how easy of a fix that is. Um, And
1: we don't mean to scare you. Think of it as like a deep tissue massage. In the moment, a deep tissue doesn't feel good like (laughs) just a regular. Mm -mm. It's exactly like that. Where in the moment, you're like, oh my goodness, like I want to tell her to slow the pressure down, but I know I got to get it out. And as soon as they leave the room and you're laying on the table like, woo, I feel better. That's It's the same thing. For sure.
0: So focus on uh, those basic forms of recovery. And then also, too, if you have, like she just mentioned, if you have the means to do a massage, I always recommend. And, uh people do a massage at least once a month because think of how much you know demand we put on our bodies mm-hmm. on a daily basis especially if you're someone who works out 3 to 5 days a week that's a lot you're, we're asking our bodies a lot on top of the things that we do on a normal basis with our, within our normal schedule right so um, you know if you can have the means to get a massage or some type of uh, sports massage at least once a month it makes a huge difference this it is something does. man like i need to like we every, need to every time that. we we get a massage we're like man why don't we do this even yeah. just once a month, like, you know, it might be anywhere between 60 and I've seen up to $200, but it's worth the investment if that saves you a lot of pain yeah. moving forward. And it allows you to, again, you, you're able to attack these workouts. You're able to do things a lot more freely just because you're not so locked up all the time. So um, follow those basic means of recovery. And I guarantee you, uh, you'll at the very least see some type of improvement, especially if you're experiencing some pain. So good cool. point. Good, good little jump there. Uh, next this is another one um a lot of times when people have knee pain, this is m- probably the second most common um from not doing stretching or mobility work, and that's doing the exercises incorrectly mm-hmm. um I can't form. T- form form is huge 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 um the thing I worry about sometimes when we put our YouTube workouts is and this is this goes for our programming sometimes too as well. There are some exercises that we would love to include in our workouts, but we don't feel comfortable enough that the general population will do this correctly because we try to program things in a way that keeps you safe as well too. Um, so there's some exercises we probably, we want to, and a lot of times we label it as advanced and if we put advanced in our workouts. We're more so targeting the audience of people who are familiar with how to do certain movements, mm-hmm. right? So if we're doing it, if we call it advanced, that means you, you're, you understand how to move really? your body. You understand movement. You understand how to do the exercises correctly If you do one of our advanced workouts and you're kind of a beginner, you know, it might be some exercises in there that you could potentially be doing wrong. And that could be um, something that causes the knee pain. So a big example, I wish we could show you here. um, But a lot of times when you're doing a squat or you're doing a lunge, a big thing I see a lot with those movements is the knee sort of caves Mm -hmm. inside. So if you're watching this on YouTube, check out my knees here. So uh, if you're doing a lunge, And you you step forward, whether you're doing a reverse lunge or a forward lunge, a lot of times the knee likes to cave in. Mm -hmm. I tell people, try to pretend you have a gate on the inside and the outside of that knee and try to keep that knee within that gate, right? The moment it breaks the gate, that chain breaks, right? So if if the knee caves in, that can probably send a signal to somewhere where it could cause pain. It could go to your hips. It could go to your ankles, right? So we don't want to... um, sort of influence other muscles uh, when we're doing an exercise that's supposed to target a specific muscle so right. with a lunge we're targeting the quads we're targeting the glutes the moment that knee caves in or caves out now we're we're, we're influencing other muscles Going to like work adductor exactly or, yeah. we're overcompensating with other muscles and we're not working the muscles that we should be so that's a that's more one of the most common ways that people experience pain uh with movement same thing goes for a squat as well people do a squat and the first thing that happens those knees, the knee knocking, right? <laughs> right? Yep. right. So if your knees are inside of your ankles, that's the an issue when you're doing squats. And a lot of times that's, um, you know, that's where people blame the exercise yeah. and not the the form and the movement. Of yep. It.
1: And the other thing could be where you're shifting your weight oh my. to. Um, and so there are, there's types of squats where your weight is more shifted forward. It's yeah. more quad dominant. Um. But in majority of cases, like shifting back a little bit more. You don't want to feel like you're falling backwards, right? (laughs) But just kind of shifting that weight or like having even distribution throughout your feet too can make a world of difference. And a lot of times when we first start with clients and we're like, okay, let's see like what a squat looks like. Almost every single time the heels come up and the weight shifts forward to the toes and then they stop and they're like, my knee hurts, I don't squat, right? (laughs) And so there's common things where you can just, shift the weight sometimes have them squat back to a box like kind of just distribute some things and the knee pain is gone Gone. right and so a lot of times it could be a form issue Mm -hmm. and this goes for more than just knees if you say deadlifts are bad because you hurt your you feel your back Back. yeah right they're not bad because you feel your back you're doing doing them wrong and now you feel your back and that's your association with deadlifts so a lot of times um, it's not the exercise it's mm-hmm. just the form and doing them and it was like that for both of us with common yeah, things man. I think I said this last podcast I didn't deadlift for so long because I only felt my back yeah. and I knew I was doing it wrong and until someone Showed you. properly taught me and even all the times people would try to teach me it, w- it was like fitness bros and like just lift <laughs> the bar up like it wasn't like <laughs> this is the where <laughs> seriously <laughs> lift the bar up but it wasn't like for Me if someone would have been like hinge from your hips, not use your back, or Mm -hmm. like slightly bend in the knees, or like use your glutes, turn on your glute like all of those things to me. Once someone was like showed me that, I was like, oh. My glutes are doing the work because yeah. I thought this was a back exercise. Man, I like, thought
0: that for the longest. For like, all long time, I thought deadlifts was a lower back exercise. Because yes. it's all I felt. All,
1: <laughs> tire flips. I need to find this tweet where oh I was like, did God. some tire flips today. My back is killing me. Oh, fire. No pain, no gain. Like, no. <laughs>
0: Look, my back is man. on fire, y'all. I'm so, loving it.
1: And and so if you don't know, yeah. like that's what you associate it yeah, with. You know, sure. so we thought the same. Thing so until you learn, um, and how can you learn if no one ever educates you? You know, so sometimes I think people associate knee dominant exercises with "I can't do these because I have bad knees" because they think you should be feeling it in your knees, yeah, and you shouldn't, right? Because that's what I thought with deadlifts, you know. So, um, a lot of times, just a minor change in form Mm -hmm. can make a major change in where you feel
0: the exercise. And don't let anybody tell you that deadlifts are bad. Please again. Please. It's a functional movement. When you Have pick up something, when you pick up way. something off the floor, you're doing a deadlift pattern yeah, right Picking if up you, a box. Right. If you bend over and arch your back, that is the improper way to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And I've seen cases where people bend over. And you've had a client yes, that bent yes. over to pick up the center. It's not something heavy. You could just be picking up Simple. a piece of paper off the ground and then oh.
1: And if your (laughs) hamstrings are tight, Um, your hips are tight, and then you pick up and something's pulling as you're trying to pick it up. I've seen it time and time again.
0: Time and time again. And even the people who are strong, myself included, like I've had clients who deadlift 200 plus pounds and they bent over incorrectly to pick something up and threw out their entire back, right? Mm. So deadlift is a functional movement. It's something that, especially with our older clientele as well, like we try to. Um, We do deadlifts is one of the most common exercises that I do with deadlifts and squats. Yeah. If you can do deadlifts and squats properly, you're in good shape because those are the most common functional movements that we do every single day, whether you think or not. Like we do them every single day. Picking up your kid. You're picking up your kid. That's a hinge, right? That's a deadlift. Should be. It should be. Yeah. Right. So um, again, these are all functional movements. Most of the strength exercises that we do on our YouTube workouts are all functional toward doing something, right? So um, we want to get you into the pattern of um, figuring out what you can do to do the exercise and not avoiding the exercise that could be potentially helping you in the long run. You know what I mean? So
1: 100%. All
0: right. So all that's, right. that's the um, oh, another thing, too, is um, I wanted to talk about over, and I know we kind of mentioned this, but the power of just overcompensating too, as well. Well, I guess I can kind of move into. Oh, that the goes. Next. Yeah. yeah. that goes to the next one. So let's. I'm gonna skip ahead. Is that next? That's oh, yeah. Next. Yeah, yeah. So let's <laughs> let's talk about um, imbalances. Yeah. Um, because this is something that I think people don't really know about, and it's a it's a huge thing, but. A lot of us have imbalances. As long as you have some sort of dominant side, you mm-hmm. have, even if it's just the slightest imbalances, everybody to some extent has an imbalance. So for example, I, everybody says that everybody has a bad knee, right? Or everybody has a bad shoulder or not everybody, but I'm saying generally speaking, like some Mine's people, my
1: left knee and my right, right? shoulder. <laughs> you know, you know,
0: which knee is a lot more stable than the other, you know, yeah. which shoulder is a lot stronger than the other, right? Again, like I mentioned, the body is a chain, mm-hmm. Right. So, when you have imbalances um, from left to right, I've seen it. I've seen something that uh, where people have imbalances in their feet and it works all the way up to the lower to mid back. Mm. Because if you have um, imbalances in how you walk with your left, your ankle mobility on your right side, and you're wearing shoes and you're walking all day, that could shoot pain to your left hip, which could shoot pain to your right lower back, which could shoot, I've seen it go all the way up to the upper body, right? So, you wanna make sure that you're, Um, improving those imbalances. So if you, one of my common ones is I have a weak left glute, at least so I've been told. And with certain exercises, I struggle with single leg deadlifts. I struggle with step ups sometimes because my glute is so weak on this left side. My knee likes to cave in a lot and that creates imbalances elsewhere. And I feel it in certain exercises. So this is also where the reason we include single leg and single arm exercises um in our workouts because we're working on improving those imbalances mm-hmm. if you have them. So one thing in 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 regards to resistance uh, we highly recommend if, if if you struggle with lunges, you should be doing lunges with no weight yeah. starting off, right? We don't want you struggling with the lunges and now you're adding resistance to something that yeah. you're not even doing properly or you have an imbalance in this leg and you're, you're, you're loading one side probably more than you should be loading that side, yeah. right? We always recommend start with body weight with a lot of these exercises and also to allow you to feel the imbalances that you have. So if you're using – let's say you, you get lunges down and you've done body weight for a while – once you feel like you have some symmetry, then you can go up on weight. And the same thing, if you are using weight and you still like, you feel like one side is weaker than the other, do not go up in weight until you feel like both sides are strong enough to be able to handle that weight. Yeah, with certain exercises. So that's the importance of doing unilateral exercises, which are uh, single leg deadlifts, lunges, reverse lunges, um, uh, lateral lunges, stuff like that. Because it's important to train those uh sides individually just so you can see like do I have any Im- strength imbalances on my left to right because those can be something that cause knee pain as well sometimes your knee pain can come from the other side of your body yeah right this is i've i've dealt with that a lot of different times so Um, imbalances are huge you want to try to maintain symmetry as much as possible
1: yep and also when there is an imbalance or a weakness in general Mm. something else is compensating Mm. right and so i also have a weak left glute um must be something that we're doing in this house (laughs) Um, but um for my left adductor is so overactive so overactive i feel it with anything that i do and I know a lot of that is my weak left glute. And so um, (laughs) if I would just take the time to properly strengthen that, it would probably fix a lot of things. So um, that's what something I've been incorporating and working on. Um, And with that also being said, a weakness in general in your glutes and your hips and in so many of your lower body can cause so much knee pain. Mm -hmm. I did zero strength training while I ran cross country and track. Besides the strength and conditioning I did in high school, which was a 50-minute period, including the warm-up, cool-down, change, everything. (laughs) So there was – and it was like once a week. 20 minutes of actual work. Um, Exactly. And it was like a one-rep max each time. So Uh, I did zero strength training and ran miles on top of miles every week. Guess who bought probably – six different knee braces throughout my running (laughs) career because I had knee pain constantly knowing what I know now. I had weak everything, weak glutes, weak hips. I did zero strengthening. All I did was run Mm -hmm. and don't ask me if I did mobility. Oh, because I didn't. It was like that run two laps around the track, hit a couple stretches and be out. That's what it was. So Mm -hmm. there was no proper mobility. No, I did zero strength. No proper warming up. No (laughs) proper warming up. And even going into college, I did zero on my own, none. And then once I started strengthening my quads, my glutes, my hamstrings, and this is why I say I wish I wouldn't have had my knee surgery. Knowing what I know now, I didn't need it. it. I yeah. didn't need it right, and it just made things worse. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. So, a lot of times, the weaknesses can cause your knee pain say too. It, say it one more time. Weaknesses okay. can be a huge cause of knee pain. Oh, so, my, wow. hip weaknesses like your hip can be weak, not mm-hmm. just tight, it can yeah. also be weak. So, sometimes it is frustrating trying to figure out is it weak? Or is it tight? Or is it both? Because if it's not tight and you're doing all the stretching, 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 and that's not the issue, it's not fixing anything. It might just be weak and you need to strengthen it. So um, sometimes it is frustrating with the trial and error of trying to figure it out. And that's where a professional can come into play. But even then, sometimes it takes them some time to look at your movement, give you some homework you report back and they're like, okay, it's not this. So sometimes it takes, listen, if you've been having chronic pain for years, you can't (laughs) expect someone to just fix it like that, right? Sometimes it it takes some time um, because that's the other problem is someone might say, okay, try these strengthening exercises. It doesn't work. And then they give up seeing that person when you just got to try to trial and error it sometimes.
0: Like if you train with us, let's say you train with us for the first time, that first session, we're not touching a single weight. The first session I'm looking at everything we do yeah. a, we do pre- pretty much like a full body assessment to see all of the functional exercises that we mentioned can you do those properly and if you can do those properly we can load it right if you can't do so you it you might
1: touch away if you can do it properly yeah like you load it if you can right yeah <laughs> if you can
0: properly squat or you can probably and sometimes we see instances where people have the mobility Uh, or the ability to squat, they just don't know how to do it. And then we correct them and they can squat and then we can properly load it, right? Yeah. But again, if you're loading in exercises that you're not doing properly, that's going to cause even more imbalances and more pain over time. So again, focus, start with body weight. And once you're able to improve, especially squats, right? If you struggle with squats and you probably look at our workouts like, oh, more squats. Why do they keep doing squats? They're bad for my knees. They're not bad for your knees, right? We need to um, focus on what we can do to improve it, and at the very least, modify. And we'll get into that uh, topic. But let's go to the next one, which we kind of um, already mentioned already a little. Mentioned, um, with the training, We're, yeah, work yeah. with a trainer, trainer
1: or movement specialist. Yes. So this can be anything from hiring a personal trainer mm-hmm. to sometimes the trainer might refer you to a PT, yeah. and sometimes you see both. I do right? it all.
0: We do it every day.
1: Every day, where. Yeah. If my client has an issue that I, it is not my expertise, I refer them out. That doesn't mean we can't still work together and yeah. continuing your program, but we might just need to modify until your PT says you can do this, this, and mm-hmm. this, or you figure out what's going on. He went through PT with his Achilles. Does yeah. that mean he has to stop working out while he's f- seeing a physical therapist? No. no you know, so um, seeing a movement specialist, and this is really important because we get messages weekly, daily, daily. of people saying My wrist hurts when I do this, should I stop doing this exercise? Or my knee hurts when I do this, what should I do? Mm -hmm. As you've heard in this podcast, there's a million and one things that could be causing that. Your calves could be tight, your hips could be weak, your glute could be weak. I don't know. know, So I know it's annoying when we say, got to go see someone, but truly I could tell you, oh, your knee hurts cuz your left glute is weak cuz my knee hurts cuz my left glute is weak. Mm. So, do these <laughs> glute strengthening exercises and your knee will feel better. Yeah. What if your glute's not weak? Yeah. Right? And mm. what if what if your glute is actually very strong and now you're just making things <laughs> overactive? Yeah. Like, so this is why we say that it's not because we don't want to answer your question or we don't want to help you, but truly mm. we could be putting you in the wrong direction. If yeah. I tell you your hip is tight, do a lot of mobility and stretch every single day. Yeah. What if you already have a lot of hip flexibility and now you're just making things hyper mobile mm-hmm. and now you're losing stability? Yes, right. It's, so. a, it's a
0: whole like whirlwind. It's a circle effect. Um, but that's another thing too. I know people are thinking like, "Well, I can't. You know, I can't afford a trainer, mm-hmm. or it's hard." Sometimes, and I've seen cases, and and when we train, especially at a gym, I've had clients for literally two sessions sometimes because sometimes you need someone to just look at you. Take a
1: look at you. You don't have to
0: hire a trainer full time to train you every single day or every single week. Sometimes you just need to hire a trainer to say, look, I'm weak here or I have knee pain here. I struggle with these certain exercises Can you take me through a workout to where you can check over my form, take a look at what I'm doing, maybe take me through an assessment to see what I could be doing wrong or what areas where I need to improve? And a lot of times when I've personally done those assessments, I've walked away knowing what I can work on or things that I can do to improve it. Mm -hmm. In most cases, I work on those things and it's like, boom, it might not have completely knocked out the issue that I was experiencing, but... Um, it, it got me in the right direction right or it, it gave me some information that i didn't didn't know before uh, i showed up for that session so sometimes you know i can't tell you how many times we've done sessions with people where they've literally only trained with us one time or they do a, a, a assessment with us and they walk away from it with so just much get information some info. yeah, yeah just some information on how to attack that whatever pain that they're experiencing especially with the knees so Again, sometimes it's helpful uh, if you have a trainer or, or a gym nearby. And there's even people who do virtual sessions where they can look at you in different angles, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of see, like, all right, how do you squat? Um, and just look at your raw form, and they can make improvements um, with that. Just it's just as simple as that. Yeah.
1: And one last thing on this um, on that topic is mm-hmm. a lot of insurance now will um, cover um, physical therapy, yeah. and some I've even seen they have a stipend for personal <laughs> training or I think like just health clubs is what they say, but then I think you could use that towards like, it yeah. might only cover a couple sessions That's a month, need, but though. like you said, if you just need someone to check in with. So um, it's also worth checking with your insurance to say, do you sure. cover any type of PT? And I know sometimes you have to have a referral, but if you go to your doctor and say, hey, I'm having bad knee pain, mm-hmm. that should probably be the first <laughs> thing they refer anyways. Yeah. Is like, okay, let's check it out and see. Let's refer you to PT. So sure. sometimes if you get a referral, the insurance will pay for it. So don't even get us started on insurances. Listen, and we know they're listen. frustrating, but sometimes it is worth it yeah. to just check, just see. And like sometimes they cover it and that would be wonderful because then yeah. maybe you even get a little bit more out of it. And then maybe they fix more than just your knee. You know, sure. You might find something out of that PT that you yeah. realize, you know, Will help you outside of the knees. Yeah. So, and if it's paid for, why not?
0: Why not? Exactly. Why not? Cool. Um, so cool. And then
1: the next one we also talked about. And so this will be a quick one drop the weight, focus on body weight and form. Yeah. Um, like he said, you don't want to load something that is broken. Broken. Right. And so <laughs> um, there are some exercises that I've actually found with our clients. They're doing it wrong because it's too light. Mm. So kettlebell swings, deadlifts. Deadlifts are another one where I'm like, do you feel your glutes? And they're like, no. All I feel is my back. And then sometimes you go heavier and it kind of forces you to engage your core. Because
0: you feel the weight. So you feel how, you know, the weight distribution, how you kind of have to load it. If it's too light, sometimes you can get away with bad form because you don't really feel it in the movement. Yes. But when the weight's heavy you kind of feel like all right i have to adjust my body have shift my weight my back a little bit i have to engage my core mm-hmm. sometimes so that's another thing that's another reason why we encourage people to go a little bit heavier mm-hmm. sometimes because sometimes you don't know um you know the, the correct form until you're using a weight that's yeah. proper for that movement so yeah
1: like you said i should feel deadlifts in my glutes i don't feel my glutes i don't yeah. feel my back but i don't feel my glutes mm-hmm. that's usually a sign go heavier <laughs> like yeah. you can go you can handle more resistance yeah. so anytime you feel if i feel like something is wrong or my form's off, I kind of back up and I do the form yeah. by itself. And I'm like, okay, let me see what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I put my pride aside. It's too heavy <laughs> and it's too heavy for me to do That's it correctly. You tough. know, it is tough, but then it makes you work hey, harder to, um, to get to that weight. And yes, I'd rather go down on weight than have an injury trying to look like Superwoman in the gym. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah. all
0: right. So um, the next one and I'm going to say this is like, I, I, I'm trying to say this in an appropriate way, but I we've had clients of all different shapes and forms. If you're someone who, you know, if you're overweight or you struggle with obesity, losing weight mm-hmm. will make a huge difference. So think about, I always tell people too, and, and, and a lot of people who've lost a lot of weight can probably um, associate this with a lot of things. So, Let's say you're, you know, I am not want to get into BMR and all that stuff, but if you're someone who's 5'9", let's say you're my height, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and you're 300 pounds, right? You're probably about 120 to 130 pounds overweight as far as ideal body weight standards. Think about if you got 130 pounds of excess weights, think about how much more stress that puts on your joints mm-hmm. and your muscles, right, on a daily basis, Right. I've had clients they've lost you know had client I think one of my clients he lost close to 50 pounds and he said all his pain was gone all
1: and he was small he was so not a, like that 50 a, pounds he was not a, a big
0: lot. guy he wasn't a, like a tall guy and so that 50 pounds is mm-hmm. a lot on his skeleton right so losing that weight Alleviates a lot of the pressure that you're putting on your joints, right? Mm -hmm. It it takes a lot of effort to move your body, whether it's just walking or going upstairs, right? That that's resistance, right? That's what I don't want a lot of people think. Think about, I always tell people, if you want to feel what it feels like to just put on a a, like a twenty pound or thirty pound weight vest and and just feel how much different life is when you add an extra thirty pounds. Granted, it probably be distributed differently, but If you just wore a 30 pound weight vest all day, it's every little thing is so much harder because your body has to compensate for the amount of weight that's on the skeleton. Think
1: about pregnant women, or if you've been pregnant, why like huge one, huge one, like that all the like low back, you start randomly, Mm -hmm. like one of the biggest complaints of some of the pregnant clients I've had is like, my, my joints just hurt, like, Mm -hmm. and it's of course Sweet. you know like you've got this extra weight that you're carrying around every day that just is kind of like been gradually building up building up building and up, it's building front up. loaded it's like and it's front so it's pulling on your back absolutely <laughs> yeah, imagine. so um yeah think of it like that like if you've been pregnant you probably know like yes like it's, it's just extra pains in your and aches in your joints that you're mm-hmm. like i can't explain it mm-hmm. but like, look what the difference is, yeah. you know? So, yeah, absolutely, that can be... you can
0: come from excess weight, too. Yep. But also, another thing, too, that's the importance of, importance of having strength, mm-hmm. right, as well, especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. And we won't even get strong too core. deep that. Yeah,
1: that's a whole other episode, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then, if in you're, general...
0: Yeah, if you're drastically adding weight to your skeleton, whether you're pregnant or just adding on body fat, having strong legs or strong just body uh, muscles and, and core in general can kind of make up for that. Uh, Extra excess weight that you have, which again, this is why we tell people to make strength training the foundation of your 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 training, right? Strength training should at least be done twice a week. I don't care if you're training for sport or training for life. Like strength training is very important of for alleviating pain, um, but also just making sure you're strong enough to do functional movements that you should be able to do uh, every single day. So, amen. um, Yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. You know, it just adds more stress to your bones and your joints. So Yep. Um, and this next
1: one we also we, <laughs> we also kinda touched on this also at the beginning. Um but warming up before you exercise and cooling down after this falls into like the stretching and mobility yeah, recovery. and recovery. Um we already talked about warm ups. Like yeah. he gave you his whole spiel I'd is be 15 su- minutes. Listen, I'd be
0: sweet. like honestly if you're especially if you're doing a high intensity workout or you're doing like some heavy strength training, like you should be almost sweating like when you're warming up because again it's make it a part of the workout and yeah. it's movement prep right you're prepping your body yeah. to you know you to attack this workout that you have set up. and yourself. i used to
1: just i was that person that i would i used to just Hop like right walk on like, the treadmill oh, for yeah. a little bit as i'm warming up yeah my, my, my body's my warming up a, little, up a little and little then bit. i would get to that squat and be like oh my knees hurt like <laughs> so immediately you know so i had to learn As well, you know, that you, if you enjoy walking on the treadmill beforehand, please do. Like, if that kind of gets your mindset ready to like, okay, I'm here, I'm at the gym, get your mind right. And then hop on over to that squat rack, do your warm-up exercises, your movement prep, all those things, Mm. and then put that bar on your back. Like, that's great. So... I still sometimes if I'm like, especially when I'm not motivated, I'll maybe like walk on the treadmill, try to put together a big, uh, a good playlist or something. So that doesn't mean don't right. walk on the treadmill or don't do cardio before. Like definitely do. But but do things that prepare things, you for the workout yes, ahead. Yes. Because sure. that treadmill walk did not prepare me for like maxing out on squats. Yeah. That's why we so. tell
0: people too, especially on the Juicing Toy app, like um, look at the workouts ahead of time too as mm-hmm, well. So mm-hmm, like know what you're getting one. yourself into because... Sometimes, you know, you might look at a workout and it has some deadlifts and there are some squats and you just might do a willy nilly, you know, warm up when you could do something like, all right, I see the squats. I see the deadlifts. I really need to warm up my legs tomorrow because I want to make sure they're prepped to do these exercises properly. Right. Yep. I can't tell you. We always talk about setbacks. We talk about how much setbacks can really just make or break your program or your goals. Those simple things will save you from just the the injuries that can happen, right? That's another thing. I, look, I've been injured my whole life, I feel like. <laughs> and a lot of times my training has shifted so much into doing exercises that are focused on injury prevention or doing movements or, or movement prep that's focused on um, preventing myself from getting injured. Because I know I come from a, a you know... Uh, sport or just in general, I come from athletics where your livelihood is your body, right? So if you can't perform or you can't, you're injured all the time, you can't, especially if you're a professional athlete, you can't make money yeah your body literally is is everything it's priceless right so if you can do things in advance to prevent you from getting injured, that is going to not only help you reach that goal because you're not going to have any major setbacks but um but also it's just going to just help you um just grow faster it's going to help you reach that goal uh in a way that's sustainable but also um it's going to just keep you from the discouragement that comes with hitting those setbacks over oh, oh, yeah.
1: time I got something to say What's to up? that point What's up? um and Shout out to my cool new shirt that Shout I got. Out.
0: That's a dope shirt. Can I have it? Yeah, kind of big. You could really.
1: actually probably fit this. Yeah, yeah, I need that. It's an oversized uh, boyfriend tee. Is what it's called. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but. but be, this made me think of um, LeBron. Mm. What was it that he pays like a million dollars a year, year on, his on his body in terms of like Insane. recovery? Um, probably, I, we probably Massages. have a massage person gotta, come every day. a trainer on um, call probably. How many Chef? times after, like in the locker room when they do the po- post game, they're already having like ice or like <laughs> trainers are in there yeah. already on their calves. Like it's that immediate, recovery mm-hmm. yeah. you know and of course if i could spend a million dollars a year on my body i probably would because yeah. imagine if if the ease of someone doing it for you yeah. it's just like having a chef honestly yeah. like your nutrition will be so much easier oh someone my. could just cook, cook it for it. you it's and there. all you had to do if you told a chef like this is my goal is this what i'm trying to eat and they made it for you and it just showed up we would all look Man, the way we want to look we, like we'd be snatched 100 <laughs> so it's that Look how important it is to have proper um, recovery, warm up, yeah. mobility. And do you see LeBron just walking on the treadmill before a game? No. They're out there like he got banned. putting up shots. They um, sometimes will even lift and stuff before yeah. on game days. Which you know. Is it. so yeah.
0: And I mean, a lot of athletes do that. I mean, yeah. Michael that was part of his normal routine. Yes. Michael Jordan, the GOAT himself. Yes. Did strength training workouts before his session. And Where you would him, think like, oh, no, you want to save your energy. No, no. it's no. it's in the science. It was strategic. It I'm yeah, sure he wasn't for one
1: sure. rep maxing.
0: No, a game. and it's usually like lightweights, but again, yeah. it's movement prep. prep. You're prepping yes. your body uh, yes. for movement, the movement ahead. So, yes. so those um, are just huge.
1: some examples, like just how important that recovery yeah. is. If you want to be 40 and still be considered a GOAT athlete. Yeah he wouldn't i guarantee you that, he wouldn't be that
0: million dollars have made him a billion yes yes <laughs> that he million would dollars not he spends. be
1: and all every other great athlete who's playing longer than they should mm-hmm. i guarantee you that their recovery their mobility taking care of their body is a top priority
0: yeah. i guarantee you and i guess the what we're trying to say is invest in yourself as best you can and as much as you can right again we all have social economic backgrounds that are different but if you're going to invest in anything, honestly, your body is the most important. Uh, I think I think for for me, too, I hate paying for massages, but I, I feel the benefits mm-hmm. of massaging. If that saves me the pain that I experience over the course of a month, if that saves me the potential of getting injured, with, which will set me back, right? And then you got to think within our profession, too, if we get injured, guess what? You can't have any workouts yeah. because we can't perform, right? So yeah. this is why we put... Uh, a lot of energy time. and time and spend a lot of money on our bodies as well because if we can't perform, we can't create content for all of you. So we realize I mean I learned that firsthand for livelihood. I learned that firsthand with snapping my Achilles. Yeah. Right. Like that was when I tore my Achilles, that was the first thing I thought about. I was like I can't we can't Don't
1: worry. I still but
0: luckily, I listen and I if a, I get hurt, he got, got the, the solo I got the too, real so MVP. Thankfully over here. we
1: have <laughs>
0: two people. But um, imagine if I yeah. had this YouTube imagine if it was just By work out with Juice and then juice got hurt. Yeah, I mean, granted, I will find a way to film some workouts for you all, but it's not going to be what everybody, the general population needs. Yeah. I'm going to be doing all upper body for three months until I get back on my feet. But Crazy. again, investing in yourself is important. It matters a lot more than you think. and And... and you know, you can look, we've cut out certain things and areas in our lives so that we can invest in ourselves more. So sometimes it's just a priority thing, too. And again, I always say this, give yourself the chance, give yourself a chance, give yourself a chance and the opportunity to feel the benefits of investing in yourself. LeBron, let's say he spent a million a year every year of his 20 year career, his 20 million, he's worth over a billion dollars. So I think that's a good investment. I think that's what's that's worth the investment. So think about that for yourself. If you invest, let's say, $100 in your body every single every single month, imagine how much time that buys you. Yeah. Imagine how much progress that buys you, right? So um, make that an important uh, aspect of your life, and man, it'll, it'll change you for the good. So, yeah. Um, lastly, a couple of things. We've already mentioned one, but... Um, We want you to focus, you know, if you have knee pain. And a lot of times, again, knee pain comes from a lot of different things. Sometimes it's chronic. Mm -hmm. You might have arthritis, which is... is yeah. It's hard. Inflammation. You can't avoid that. Inflammation. It comes lupus out of nowhere. Like so you it has can lupus. Have, yeah.
1: Yeah. There might be some days where I'm like, I'm, it's just a lupus flare. Like I know it's not tightness. It's not this. It's not that. And yeah. then I have to do things to decrease inflammation or yeah. whatever. But it's out of your um, control. yeah, sometimes it is out of your control. It's not tightness. It's mm-hmm. not something you're doing wrong. You might be it the just,
0: most mobile, yep. flexible, strongest person alive and still have knee pain from just autoimmune or a lot of different yeah. things that you that are out of your control. Absolutely. So. This is where we do recommend low impact workouts. And they're very, I think they're becoming a lot more popular now because people are realizing, like, oh, wow, I don't have to do uh, crazy Instagram yeah. <laughs> workouts or You don't squat have jumps. to jump off
1: a wall. To yeah. Lose you body don't fat. have to do
0: all these special, spectacular exercises to reach your goals. You can reach your goals. Like I have clients, again, I mentioned before, we never left the ground, yeah. <laughs> right? We've done, you know, the boring stuff and they've reached their goals. Don't feel like you have to do like all this spectacular stuff. So, excuse me um do yeah. more this is why we've included a lot of more low impact workouts uh, on our channel but also you know even if we want to do higher impact workouts for people who are more advanced and more skilled you know we usually have Tori i do a modification yeah uh, for that exercise just so you can feel like again you, you're still effective i don't want people to think oh i'm not doing the squat jump right. i'm not getting the most out of this workout so um implement more low impact workouts but also If you're someone who experienced knee pain that could be potentially in your control, implement the don't avoid certain exercises. You can still do low impact uh, workouts while still implementing the things that you need to do to improve uh, or take that knee pain away. So, again, do those low impact uh, workouts, but also do the things that you need to do, the stretching, the mobility, and then uh, single out that strength where maybe if you struggle with lunges or if your quads are weak, just focus on your quads one yeah. day a week just to build that strength. And over time, you'll notice that pain will just get alleviated just by spending some time on it. So while you're doing that low impact stuff, also um, focus on the things that you need to do to uh essentially heal your knees yeah. <laughs> so
1: and then last but not least like you said we mentioned this one too if you're trying all of these things and nothing is working and your knee pain is chronic and you're still feeling the pain check in with the doctor because it could be something like arthritis or something that or could be torn um, needs to be um <laughs> assessed and taken care of or yeah. exactly you could have a tear that something you're not going to fix on your own exactly. that you might need Surgery, you might need like proper rehab specialists, like Correct. really helping you fix this. Um, again, way out of our line of work. And yeah. even sometimes a personal trainer you're seeing, like, even if they have so much experience, it might be something that they don't know, yeah. you know, and that is okay. okay. That is totally fine. So um consult with the doctor, um, PT. Movement specialists. There's so many different places now you can go for that. There's so many um, PT places that you can go to without having to go to your doctor now. So um, the help is out there Get the proper help, especially sure. if it's something that is chronic. Yeah. And in that instance, I would also say don't consult with the internet. Oh, don't get on gosh. the internet. Don't listen to an Instagram do trainer. Google, don't listen to me. Don't, don't listen Google, to YouTube.
0: I, why do I have knee pain? Yeah, it's gonna tell yeah. you uh, 5,000 different things. If
1: you're having some <laughs> chronic pain, um, get it properly checked out because you sure. also don't want to make something worse, yeah, um, when it could have been fixed more easily. And you just allowed it to get worse. For sure. So, so yeah.
0: um, just to kind of, we're just going to recap everything that we mentioned. And the reason I want to recap it, because I want to, you to focus on these things first. And then again, if none of this works, and give yourself some time to, you know, if you, if you know you're weak or you know you're super tight, give yourself some time to focus on that first. Um, and if you're still experiencing the pain, then go consult with your doctor. And the reason we say this too is because... And it's it's sad, and I'm just calling out the truth. A lot of times, certain doctors don't have your best interest. And, and sometimes they're just looking for money, and they might just... Have you perform a, a procedure that you probably don't even need that can be fixed with something else? Especially yeah, so a sometimes
1: big, it's good to get a second opinion because I had a great doctor oh who gosh. was like, "Try these things first, and yes. if that doesn't work, yes. then great." But I've had family members who or clients who did not have that same where they're like, "Oh, if it hurts, let's just go ahead and do a do full this. replacement now." Like, they're like okay, you know, yeah, yeah, because you trust your doctor, yeah. you know. So yeah, they know more than you. So you just yes, yeah.
0: agreed. So just to recap, stretch. That's, that's the first thing you need to start with. If you know you're tight, I guarantee you that's going to alleviate at least some pain. Do some stretching and mobility work. It makes a difference. And I'm speaking to myself more than anybody right now. So uh, probably need to hit a stretch right after this podcast. Number two, um, just doing exercises incorrectly. Focus on the form. And uh, and I want to highlight, we do have a video. You might not have known. You might have just joined us. We have a video on our channel. It's called Form Check. Mm-hmm. So just type in Juicing Toya Form Check or go to our channel. You'll find it. We did a whole video on common exercises that people struggle with and workout exercises that we do within our workouts that uh, people struggle with form. And a lot of people learned so much from that video, just doing the form properly. So highly recommend you go check that out. Uh, number three, uh, correcting imbalances. If you have if you're overcompensating from right to left, if you have weaknesses that are, are um, different from right to left, that can cause imbalances and that can be another source of that knee pain. Number four hire a personal trainer. I mean, we're not available right now, but if there's a personal trainer that you um, might have seen or can work with, uh, just even if it's just for a couple of sessions, uh, just have them look over some of those movements and you might be able to uh, find out something that's, um, you know, that's that's causing that knee pain with certain exercises that you're doing. Um, Drop the weight. If you're finding that you have knee pain with certain exercises and you're using actual dumbbells or you're loading it, Drop the weight, do it body weight and focus on that first. Um, and then as you sort of build confidence with that movement and do it correctly, you can start to load it and you'll feel the benefits of loading something that you're doing properly. Um, if you're overweight or even obese, that's going to be an easy way that you're um, adding some load to your skeleton load to those joints. So um, honestly, losing body fat over time will uh, help alleviate a lot of the pain that you're experiencing and not just in the knees, in the shoulders, hips, everywhere, pretty much, um, Warm up, cool down. Very important. That all goes into the line of recovery and stretching. And last but not least, again, if none of this works, give it some time. Give yourself a couple of months or so to focus on all these things and you still feel like I have some chronic pain. Again, it might be something out of your control or you just need some extra guidance with a PT or doctor who can lead you in the right direction. It is much more important to go consult with a doctor than to just deal with this forever because you don't want it to get worse. And I think a lot of people let it get to a point to where that's where they start to avoid certain things like yeah. lunges and squats. We don't want to do that. Those are all functional movements that you should be able to do no matter what your age is. So again, consult with your doctor and if you can get something done or something, um, some information that'll help you uh, put you in the right direction is more um worth it to just fix the issue and try to avoid it for the rest of your life. So um, that's pretty much all. Oh, did I miss anything? I think no, that's it. No, that is it. That is it. That, is, right. it.
1: that is recapped. Recap. Um, so yeah, definitely take some of these points into consideration for if sure. you're someone who struggles with knee pain or struggles with some of those exercises, but that's it.
0: All right. So hopefully you learned a lot from this um podcast today. Again, we I've had two... MCL meniscus surgeries, and I've learned so much about knees. I've been able to carry my experience as well as my knowledge that I've learned from going to school and, and having my CPT and the experience that I've gotten from training to be able to just put these points together because these are the common things that I see as a trainer that are pretty avoidable and and it honestly prevents a lot of people from going to the doctor because they can kind of focus on these key points. So um, please drop a comment. If you found any of these things useful, let us know in the comments of our YouTube channel, but also um, wherever you're listening to this podcast, let us know if this was helpful in any way. And uh, we really appreciate the feedback. So if you, I, we also want to make this into a video at some point yeah. too. This is—it's just hard to put in a video sometimes. But uh, all right, that's pretty much covers it all. But uh, you know what time it is?
1: Let's wrap up with the dad joke. I got one for you today. What's up? What's up? Let's hit it. What does a nosy pepper do?
0: <laughs> what does a nosy pepper do? Yes. Um. Um. Nosy pepper, like a hot pepper, or like a bell pepper.
1: Um. Hot bell. Any of them. A good pepper. Okay.
0: Um, I
1: don't know. Gets jalapeno business. Jalapeno business. <laughs> so he gets jalapeno business. That's
0: so bad. Okay. <laughs> I've heard I got that. One more. I got one more. Oh, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. Dang, I got she got more. two today. That's crazy. What
1: did the baby corn say to the mom corn?
0: Oh, my God. What did the baby corn say to the mom corn?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um. Uh, 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 I don't know. Where's my popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> my Do you popcorn. have one today? Yeah, I got one. Okay,
1: go ahead. <laughs> um,
0: so the Super Bowl is coming up. And shout out to your Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to the Super shout Bowl. Shout out to the
1: Chiefs.
0: Um, my Cowboys at home. Should have wore all, my Chiefs shirt You should have. I was wondering why you L- didn't. No,
1: Lakers won. And I just got this shirt. So yeah,
0: She wanted to show off her shirt that I'm going to take. Um but I have a, I think I'm going to make it football related today so okay. um this is a, I always start off with an easy one so here we go Why did the football player ask for a refund? Why did the football player ask for a refund?
1: He wanted his quarterback.
0: Yeah, that's the easy one. <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. You probably, shout out
1: to Patrick Mahomes. Shout
0: out to Patrick. All right. All right I have another one. I got. I wrote it down so I wouldn't mess it up. Last time I got booed by myself. Yep. Um, what's a football player's favorite kind of ice cream? What's a football player or football lover's favorite type, type of ice cream? Five seconds.
1: Offense or defense?
0: It don't matter. Football Okay. Player. That's why I said that.
1: Okay. His favorite type of ice cream is, I don't know.
0: Any given Sunday. Because they play on Sundays. If you don't watch football, they play on Sunday.
1: And Mondays and Thursdays.
0: Yeah, but mostly you show up for Sunday. All right, I got so one more. We
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, last one. Let's wrap All this right, up. What
0: did the football player say to the flight attendant? What did the football player say to the flight attendant? I don't know. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I get it
1: now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. A- hey, give okay. me a hey. Drop in the comments how, three. I, how I did today. I know my,
0: last week was a struggle, but um. I think I'm coming with it. I
1: so. like the football theme. I like yeah. the football theme. I thought so. you was gonna come with another
0: egg joke today, man. I was like, I'm tired change the food. Okay, she she loves food, so just, we're probably hungry. I am hungry right yes, now. Yes, so, uh, yes, we
1: again, will wrap this up. We I know this one went a little bit longer than we wanted, but okay. lots of great info. I'd rather kind of spread it out than yeah. Y'all, try to y'all force let us. It in, y'all,
0: so. y'all let us know too. These podcast too long? Do you want them shorter? Do you want them longer? We don't know. We're just talking for an hour. We figure that's enough time to get some good information. So Yeah. um, yeah, let us know. But anyways, we appreciate you for joining us for another podcast. Again, be sure to check out the Fresh Start Challenge if you haven't already. If you need some routine, you need to schedule, Fresh Start Program is great. We had, you know, over a thousand people do the program in yeah. one shape one way shape or forms to go check that out as well as uh, we got the level up 2.0 challenge coming up in a couple of weeks so be on the lookout for that be sure to join our mailing list onebodyla.com uh, put your email on the list so you can don't miss out on the updates that we're sending out so you're uh, aware of what's going on so with cool. that being said we appreciate all of you I mean it be sure to drop a five star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast we appreciate all the comments and the ratings and yep. we're trying to find ways to improve and give you all, uh, give you more content over time so uh, cool. we appreciate you for joining us
1: yes thank you for joining us as always we appreciate all of your support and oh, we'll yeah. see you all at the next one hey
0: welcome back back back, Let's get it. back, back, back.